And then people in the room are just like, oh. oh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> did you, did you, did, did you hear that? Okay, Joe. So, that's a strange admission. What? You, what did you say? You called Zach a, a cleaning agent bag. <laughs> no, is it is it called a douchebag? Me? I said it. Is what? I, no, I came up. I came up here. And I'm like, where is? Oh my gosh! I did it again. I said like. Okay, kill me. Uh, are we calling you out on that this, this yes. episode? Yes. Oh, sweet. I want to stop doing that. Stop it. I came into the room. You know, I should get the I should get the taser out and literally just <laughs> oh play that my noise. Gosh. Okay, I'm gonna get it. Go ahead, talk about me. Now it's gonna get dangerous. I was thinking you were going to actually tase us. He might just have some uh, electrodes connected to our. Um, my private part. <laughs> which ones? That would be terrible. <laughs> which which privates, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. However, I have been playing this game with my kids, where you cannot say. How, how is that related to? No, uh, hold on. Attaching keys to say, private parts. Hold on. Where you cannot say yeah, you have to say yes. Oh, that's good. I like that. And we've been playing this. You get nine lives, and. We're playing and you don't even realize, or I don't realize, how much I say, yeah, because I learned this. When I was in court in, you know, on jury duty uh, over the years. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Over the years. And you say, yeah, they pause. They're like, "Mm, you need to, in the affirmative, yes. Yes is the word. Yeah. Yeah. How many times people (laughs) follow up with, yeah, that's pretty much how our game at our home goes. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. You said yes. Like, oh yeah, I did. I'm like, oh, you lost a life. Too bad. Oh my goodness. You said like three or four times in that. Did I? Yes. Oh no. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I was literally listening for what I was saying as I was speaking to my children. Okay. I know what you're talking about. That's right. Yes. Yes. And then my boy's like, that's right. Yes. Oh, no. I didn't. You did say like, yeah. I did it again. Yeah. Yeah. A better use yeah. of it is my boy said. My boy said yes. My, my dad used to do that. And at the time, of course, we hated it, but I'm glad... I'm glad that he did it. He would tase you guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would he would get us for uh for saying yeah. It was 
But I, I say nice. Now I have to. Uh, My dad was never home. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> now let's, let's talk about that, Jeff. <laughs> now I have to purposefully say yeah. Like when I when I type, I said like when I type. Does this apply to you too? No. <laughs> okay. No, I'm exempt. Good, because I got limited batteries. <laughs> when I when I uh, type someone back a reply, like at like at work. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Like work? Hey, while he's talking, I mean, get, work? It, get us a beer, Jeff, while Scott's talking. Please. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have a good father figure. I'll do whatever you want. When I, re- when I reply to you someone respond to authority, height, broad shoulders. I don't have the deep voice, but you get the idea. Mm. What well, type of beer do you all want? At least it's not girly. <laughs> what? Huh? So when I type to someone at... So uh, re- when I reply to someone at work, I say, I'll say, yeah... Because I don't want it to be as affirmative as yes, like I'm, you know, an authoritative figure. Mm-hmm. So I'll say yeah, just as you know, I'm one. I'm one of you guys. You know, because I'm not an authoritative figure, and I don't want to be perceived that way. So it could be. I'm sure uh, you guys won't mind the dogfish head. Mm, we got to split that three ways. The the dogfish head 120 minute IPA. The Imperial Indian PA. Holy mackerel, it's 16.5? Yeah. I did not realize that. That is hard to find. I had a yard house on tap once. It was amazing. I didn't know it was 16.5. So as I understand it, this is... C7, 8... This is about $7.50 a 12-ounce bottle. Yeah, basically. Well, yeah. Yeah. $30. For a four pack, I think it was like thirty five bucks for a four pack of twelve. Okay, so bottles. now we're above eight dollars a bottle. This I, is a twelve ounce bottle, folks. I've got cash. <laughs> uh, we take Venmo here. How about uh, I could pay you in or bit, PayPal in Litecoin? Okay, I'm actually only taking Ripple these days. Oh really? I can pay you in Ripple as well. <laughs> All right, we are live. Rose Bibles <laughs> beer, and uh, I don't have the soundboard, so no buttons. Oh, I can no. put stuff in mm-hmm. after the fact. But uh, no buttons, but we're going. Let's charge. I really don't want any of this, so I'll give you guys. All right. We got to have some. We can't split it two ways. We we went to The Greatest Showman, me and and the fam. Was it good? And it was... I heard people raving about it. um, Yeah, it's about the circus dude. And it was a really good movie. I've heard pushback from people. When I, I said on Facebook I could not get the soundtrack out of my head, there's a couple comments about, well, you know, it's not, it's not totally realistic, and they didn't really go into his real history. And yeah, it was a fun movie. And you're talking about the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I can't get it out of my head. The girls have been playing it every day, and I cannot... Yeah. I don't mind either. It's so great. How could... Why would you get the soundtrack stuck in your head if it's not like historical fact? Because I don't care about history or real facts, okay? Obviously. I'm into alternative facts. Good. Side note, I heard an interview with the writer of that Trump book that's getting a lot of making Wolf. a lot of waves. Wolf. Michael Wolf? Yes. What's the name of the book? Do you know? Never mind. Google it. <sighs> Michael Wolf writes this book. People are freaking Fire out. And Fury. Fire and Fury? Yeah. Because... Is it really? I think it's, it's something like that. There's a lot of... Sto- for, forget about what's in it. People are freaking out, yay and nay, as per usual. But I heard an interview with him, and they were asking him... They're questioning kind of the authenticity of a lot of the stories. Like, 
well, did this really happen? It seems you missed a detail here. That wasn't really posted by that person. Just questioning some of it. One of his responses was, well, if it, if it resonates with you, then it's true. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, if that's not an indication of where we're at. He said it with a straight face and the lady did not call him on it at all. And like, it doesn't even matter. I, I, there's probably a lot of truth in there. There's probably some exaggeration. There's probably a few non-truths, but just that answer is disgusting. If you like it, it's true. That is so Anyways, fire ha- and fury, it's called. Yeah. Okay. Good job. I but back, back to the movie. Good soundtrack. Fun movie. They don't really focus on the animals at all. The animals are barely in it, which I think is probably intentional. Because well, they're not human, so well, it don't matter. We'll get to animals, I'm sure, Jeff. Yes, we will. The circus is not the friendliest to animals, I'm guessing. Not the best history. Probably we could look back and see how there's been some mistreatment, just generally. So I, I'm guessing that's why they didn't focus on that. But there's a scene where the hooligans are all up in arms about weird people and outsiders and black people, tall people, really short people, just, you know, at the time, weirdos, just generally mm-hmm. people joining the circus that, sh- that aren't in the mainstream, people just starting to make fun of them on the streets. Aubrey leans to me and she's um. like, why are they making fun of them? <laughs> and I just, I got all warm and fuzzy. I'm like, that's yeah. a parenting win. I'm like, I don't know. You're right. Why are they? That's good. Anyways, that's it. Bragging done. Good. You brag about Aubrey a lot, uh, which is good. Yeah, and actually this was kind of a humble brag about myself as well. Well, probably mostly Lisa. Yeah. It goes without saying. Mm. Parenting skills. Anywho, overall message of accepting people that are unacceptable, it, it was solid. Hmm. He makes him seem like a really good guy who didn't really make mistakes. Avoided temptations of the honey. That sweet, sweet honey. Probably not true. I don't know about that, but it was a little bit too good to be true. Was it Barnum? Great movie. Great soundtrack, though. Fun. Was it Barnum or... Um, who's the other one? Ringley? B- Barnum? Bailey? Bailey? Barnum and Bailey? Mr. Circus? I don't yeah. know. No, who's the other one? Oh, whatever. Ringley? Let's describe this great movie I love and... <laughs> I don't know. Some dude. Yeah, because apparently he was a jerk. Jeff, say like. I'm not going to do it. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That is. (laughs) There was some decibels there. Dogfish head. (laughs) Cheers. Grace Peace. Cheers, Scott. Yeah. Grace Peace. Cheers. To you. I see a Deschutes there, but I had a whole lot of hop IPA. All right. More like a triple IPA. You had a whole lot of hop IPA? The hopping? The hop? (laughs) Sorry. What brewery is that, Zach? Is that... Who? The Hop. Hop Juice? Hop Juice. Left Coast. Left Coast. San Clemente, California. Local. This shout out to Rusty Romish. Yes. This beer is really strong. <laughs> Strong, stronger than wine. What's, what's really dangerous about that beer is the fact that I was drinking Hop Juice a couple hours ago, and I'm still feeling it from not even a pint. Are you and on you're the drinking hop? 16.5% dogfish 120, and you're right when you say it's strong. 
Well, if I only have half, then I'm your only bitter beer eight, face eight says it all. And a quarter percent. Okay. Yeah, half of that beer is like two full size regular beers. Average. What is it like? Full size like, strong beers. Like like. You know what? Just for that, you said it four times. Ow! Ah! <laughs> I got close. Whoa. Speaking of animals. Yeah, we got about five minutes left in this opening segment. Go ahead. <laughs> there has been talk of dog in my house. Scott, there's been talk of dog in my house. And I'm not talking about Vietnamese cuisine. I'm talking You should. You, you guys have that. and Christian's dyslexic there? <laughs> <laughs> He's not. That was good. Are you talking about actual that dog? That was quick. That was quick. Only when they deserve you it. You got to speak. If you're in here, you got to talk into the mic. One of the small people oh, of the world asked, are, get you, out. are you tasing people in here? Only if they deserve it. Gwen, when I press this button, can you just scream and run away? Slam the door. Oh, well, got part of it. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. Love you. What kind? What kind of dog? I don't know, but... This story keeps running in my home like a Fox or CNBC would. <laughs> they just create a story, create a topic. It happens to be dog. It always happens when Christmas is coming. And my daughter, my eight-year-old, always wants some animal. She wanted a pig. She wanted a rabbit. She, every Christmas, she always wants some different animal. And was, every Christmas, you say, no, honey. <laughs> No, we give her a stuffed animal. A stuffed <laughs> oh, pig, that's a stuffed what you rabbit. It's oh, we always give her a stuffed animal. Thanks. And now Dad. my five year old is in on this and he's thinking, We're getting a dog and thinking, I'll just let them talk about this. This is fun. It's the five year old that found the penis in your wife's throat. Back of the throat. Another story. <laughs> so, um, okay. so this talk of a dog. God help you if you're a new listener. Get, getting a dog. It's not that bad. Don't worry about it. Just moving, moving on. And I'm thinking, that's never going to happen. We're never going to have a dog in our home. First of all, 1,100 square feet, not going to fit a dog. And I, those small things like poodles and chihuahuas, those are, those are just large rats. And if I see one, I kick it, probably stomp on it and throw it over the side of the fence and just move on. And I'm joking a little bit, but not really. I just no. Your eyes turn black. Don't, don't think much. There, of there are the no small PETA people listening. Mm. I guarantee it. It's, labs, re, it's reason thirteen. Okay, labs, that I think you might be a sociopath. Labs and Dalmatians, golden retrievers. Not quite kickable. Those are nice. They might bite back. animals. They're real dogs. I've had a golden retriever. I've had a Dalmatian, and the didn't last long, but. There's this. They left with your dad. There's this storyline that's been playing. <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> there's this storyline that's been playing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and they created this story. My wife's a part of it, and they're acting like this is not okay, really. Okay, what's the story? You keep saying story. What's the story? My wife showed me yesterday a picture of a. The family wants a pet. 
Should a picture of a dog that's been given away or they can't, they have to move and it's a German shepherd and look how it's so cute. It needs a home. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's terrible. I hope it finds a home. There was a German shepherd. Someone was giving away a German shepherd. You should have taken it. And she says, it's so, it's trained. It's well behaved. And I'm like, that's so, (laughs) that's so great. That's so great. <clears throat> but I'm not going there. A trained German Shepherd? Hey, we're training Jeff <sighs> to have heart attacks, even if they last only two seconds. My so my family is selling this, selling this idea of a pet, of and, a dog, and you're slowly giving in. You don't even want to say pet. I hate to I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm one of those people, one of the 77 million people watching Fox or CNBC that listens to the news and is like, yes, this is true. Yes, it is true. What's, what's true? Uh, Russia. Whatever. <laughs> so anything? Even though this is a bunch of BS. And if you like it, it's true. I'm like, yeah. there's no way I'm getting a dog. I've, I've adamantly said no dog. I don't know how that ties into you listening or watching Fox or CNBC, but go ahead. Yes, it does. They have slowly played news in my head over the last three weeks. Why don't? How come you don't want a dog? For, for for what? For what? Poop, <laughs> yes. Urine, things jumping on me, eating, a, eat, having a little bit of fur in my mouth after I wake up from a little nap on the couch. Premise one: You don't have to agree to. The dog does not have to live in the house. I'm almost agreeable. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't have the dog live in the house. You should have it. You have a big backyard. Let it run free. Do you know how this plays out? Well, it's just going to be inside for a little bit. It's Who's cold outside. Who's the man outside. of the house, Jeff? Caleb. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> then it's done. You're getting a dog. <laughs> He's just going to come home with one. I feel like I already have a dog. So I'm going to put the family in a training system. They're going to have two months. To where they're going to be doing chores for me, including my wife and my five-year-old and everybody in between, as if we have something else within the home, and they all have to do these chores. And if they go the two months, then I'm going to put it to Congress. I'm going to let it go. Dog goes to Congress. Will it pass? I always have veto power, though. I could veto this in the end. So I think in this scenario, you would be the dog. So are you going to go and poop out in the backyard? Or just randomly <laughs> pee in the kitchen. The good That'd news, be great. The good news is, you know Scott? I pictured this. You're this squatted down, and, and you're just looking. You're looking right at him. He just, you just, Scott is actually squatting, and you just, you take a dump. Scott's squatting right. Scott, you got nice calves, bro. Oh man, I think I got a cramp. Oh my goodness, I'm actually imagining that happening, and just saying, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> Well, someone get out here and clean this. Cut to Jeff in the fetal position outside the slider. Hey, the good news is, though, you're male, so you're not. If you had a lawn where that dirt patch is, it wouldn't turn brown. That's good news. Silver linings. Silver linings. Our whole yard is brown anyway. I know. So good. It's because I have a black thumb. Mm. But those are great ideas, Scott. Thanks for planting the seed of. that's what I'm here Leaving for. Leaving human poop in the middle of the yard. Okay, who's on cleanup duty today? 
as he plants his seed in you. Do you want a dog? <laughs> you shall plant your seed in the yard. Do you want a dog? <laughs> Who wants a dog? I would have taken the trained German shepherd, man. Dang, why'd you pass that up? Well, my five-year-old, just out of nowhere, says today, is the dog gone yet? Did someone take the dog? Referring to the golden, or not the golden, the German shepherd. And my wife says, no. So they're all in on it. She's checking. He's asking, why is this happening? It's like subliminal. It's not even subliminal messaging. It's direct. And they're getting to me. They're in your head. It's bugging me. I might give in. They own you. If you give in, it's going to be a sigh of relief from this guy because... Zach wants a dog. No, I just think there's a good chance. That'll be the okay for Zach to get No, you've been railing against pets for so long. I'm just honestly worried that you're cold-blooded, don't have a conscience. Sociopath. There'll be pictures of me on Instagram, cuddling with my dog. I'll be possessive of the dog. There's Jeff walking the dog at night. There's Jeff in his Prius with a dog in his lap. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Jeff does have a heart for dogs. Just don't get a yap little yappy dog. You're right in that. Those are rats. No yappy dogs. Large New York rats. And they're worthy of kicking, right, Jeff? I've kicked them before. My sister used to have those dogs. No. Statute of limitations is Past. Nobody was looking. What? Except my kids. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> I'm going to choose to pretend that's not true. Good thing is she doesn't have dogs anymore. Good. Yeah, they died. They all died of internal bleeding. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. This podcast has come so far, guys. Yeah, it's real, yeah. isn't it? And they're dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that was a moment of silence for anyway, animals. I'm going to pour pour one out for one of those animals. Hey, I don't support that. Good it's not good, Jeff. Good Shame you. on you. I love how he I love how he does this. He makes public service announcements yeah. to cover himself and then maybe even later he says uh, the uh, comments on Brosweil's and Beer of Jeff or Scott do not uh Necessarily represent represent or reflect uh, the beliefs of anybody on the BBB pod. Uh, Hashtag Zach Crater Esquire. He's the best. Zach is the best. (laughs) Zach is our leader. Hashtag. (laughs) Good grief. Uh, Yeah, Jeff at Bros Battles Beer for any feedback pertaining to that last segment. I, I have something to to share a little bit. If, how's your sense of humor, Scott? Not very good. Do you have... I disagree. Why See, don't you just say it? Okay. I have some audio. So passive. I think I'm the funniest person that I know sometimes. And we got a review once. Said you were the funny one. Oh. I do remember that. That review made me laugh. I <laughs> do. But I do have some audio from a another podcast where you were mentioned. Uh-oh. And just fair warning, if you don't like dirty words used in brotherly jesting and love, just skip well, forward a few minutes. Why are we minutes. warning people? Dirt. I don't know. I'm sensitive. 
Dirty words. I quit this podcast. Okay. Dirty words. Where's the shock value? Hmm. <laughs> dirty words? Did they use dirty words against me? Or to me? Towards me? At me? On me? I don't want to I don't want to say anymore. Sounds like something in the 5th amendment. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They illegally seizured me. First amendment. All right, so here's this is from Inglorious Pastors and I had written them some feedback uh from our Bros Bibles Beer Twitter at Bros Bibles Beer uh, regarding one of their episodes and they have a history with us as they were our guests. They know Scott's deal enough. My deal. <laughs> yes. They had a good... My condition. A good short-ish argument when they were on our podcast, and it was all good. Everybody loves Scott. Oh, yeah, where they said, uh, oh, Jesus didn't die for our sins. They died because of our sins. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. kind of remember that. <laughs> Anywho. So they're responding to my feedback, which stems from Christmas and that terrible Christmas song, Last Christmas by Wham. So take a listen. We'll listen to a couple of these and get a little reaction from Scott. Bubbles, brews, and... Bubbles? Ball sacks. Bubbles, brews, and ball sacks. Put that on your bubbles Bubbles, brews, and ball sacks. Hey, Pastors Podcast, please fire hashtag last Christmas by wham into the sun. Good God, there aren't aren't enough negative adjectives to describe that song. Taylor Swift wrote it better. (laughs) This is it. You're welcome, Zach. Taylor Swift played it way better. This is for all of Scott's bullshit. (laughs) 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 All right. So then on the next episode, when I heard that, I almost spit coffee onto my dash. (laughs) So I I sent them something else and they reacted further. Bubbles, bruised ball sack. Wait, are we we at number one? Number one. Hold on. I should say, every time they mention us on their podcast, they say the the name differently and wrongly. So that's where those three B words came into play. I just don't want to be one of the Bs. Okay. You can be Bubbles. I'll be Bubbles. Although I picture Jeff as Bubbles, but I'll be Bubbles. Actually, Jeff is Bubbles. I am. Okay. Yeah. I'll be Bruise. Well, crap. Okay. I love they changed their name, man. God, Zach Crater, you are a national treasure. Uh, (laughs) Number one, they they didn't just change it. They put... A ball a in a money ball sack. In a money sack. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, number one, bubbles, brews, and ball sacks at Bros, Bibles, and Beers at Pastors Podcast. Bros, Narrowly Bibles, avoided beer. spitting coffee on the dash when at Polly named Matt, which actually it was me, yeah. at Polly named Brad, I think, said, Hashtag, this is all for Scott's bullshit. It was you. <laughs> you played T Swift's last Christmas. We played Whams. Yeah. Hashtag legit LOL. Hashtag smell the crust. Hashtag playing that for Scott on our pod. <laughs> 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 I love it. That's, That's fantastic. Awesome. Oh, Scott, we love you. Need a dick. That's at Polly name. At Polly name. At me all day long. My own name. Yeah. Not even on Twitter. At me all day long. All right. Wow. It's a. It's out of love. How do you feel about that, Scott? Uh, so like, um, yeah, number of things. I appreciate their, uh, comedic inclinations. Okay. Um, their language was offensive. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, you you phrased it as brotherly jesting. I would not. They were just, laughing. Well, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. They were laughing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. <laughs> they said, "I love you, Scott." Oh, that makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> so no, hey, mind, no offense. Mind. No offense. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind the uh, I don't mind the joking. And if and if you know we were sitting here uh, talking and they said it, you know, fine. That's one thing. Who but far away? Uh, codifying you- it in a. In, in a medium <laughs> that is uh, readily producible and maybe heard by uh, thousands of people or tens of thousands of people. Um, You're a superstar. In, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for the promotion. Uh, but, uh, yeah, to do it in a context where you're talking about, or our disagreement was a theological disagreement, a Christian theological disagreement. Right. And... <laughs> And to say that, yeah, I would, I would have to disagree with the use of the language there, because it was theology. If you guys were arguing about softball or whether Jeff's getting a pet, does that make it different? I yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So language. Calvin, eat up. That it just doesn't. I actually kind of agree with that. (laughs) Fire Calvin. Put put it put in any other. Boyd, eat up. Oh, see, it it gets it gets a little weird when you you know yeah. So are you hurt? I'm not hurt. I okay. just think it's well, it's it's I w- kind of funny, but I yeah. would probably go with. Uh, well, I, I can't say it's inappropriate for them, but I would I find it inappropriate. But I think it's funny. That's it's fair. funny and, and inappropriate. inappropriate. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I love you, Scott. And you're still a superstar. <clears throat> Your podcast famous, bro. It's like Donald Trump. If you're talking about him, yeah, you're a superstar. No, oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, you're popular. That's that's good across the world. Yeah. All right. Thus concludes. Well, feedback. Yeah. I mean, sure. If you are non, well, maybe not. No, maybe feedback. Not. Feedback. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe not. But if if uh, and it's kind of if, shoot. I don't know. I don't want to project anything onto them or project assume, it. or, or assume, assume anything, but. Yeah, when you, 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 if you use certain language constantly or often, yeah, it, it becomes easier and you become immune to it. So you think that it's, it's funny. Sure. That goes with everything. Sure. Yeah. Get used to it. becomes easier. Yeah. Exactly. Having a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I thought you loved your family and you wanted to communicate with them. I mean, you wanted community with them. I do. Why wouldn't you just do what they want? <laughs> they don't know what's good for them. <laughs> I I agree. All right, close Especially out that. The women. What? Where do we? Where are we found, Scott? How can people get a hold of us? Bruisebubblesballsacks.com. dot com. We're ending a the non feedback feedback segment. Send feedback to. Go ahead. You started it though, and you BBB want him pod. to end it. What's yeah. Twitter or BBB Pod? Trying to incorporate you guys. So you Facebook feel like you're involved. at BBB Cop Pod, and we're at bbbpod.com. Yeah. Were there any of those right? Bro, well, Bros Bibles beer, all the socials, no spaces, no oh, and, okay. no and, Bros Bibles beer, no s, no and. I feel like I met a woman and. I gave her my number and she gave me her number and I called and left a message and 
I had to then start defining. Remember, you met me at you know the restaurant, and you got my number. And do you remember that? Uh, and then you hang up, and you call back again. Hey, like from Swingers. This yeah. is so and so. Hey, I called. I don't know if you Beep. got my message. <laughs> Uh, hey, this is so and so, and we met, and I left a couple of messages. And, hey, this is so and so. My number is. <laughs> well, I do have a friend. You guys have a friend as well. In Jesus, and another oh. person that I'm not going to name who also has a brother and they've been engaging in <laughs> wow, this is so, I, I don't want to cryptic. I know. I understand the words you're saying. I want to protect the name. I don't know how they go together though. Right. Well, let's story my life. <laughs> Hashtag praise dog. Right, Jeff. Anyways, <laughs> are you already out? Did you leave? I'm just waiting for the point. <laughs> Wow, that was me too. (laughs) Dear God, help me to remember. No, I heard there was a recent episode of Bad Christian Podcast. They interviewed the author of The Shack, and which is a somewhat controversial book in Christendom, and it was a phenomenal interview. I mean, I haven't heard those three dudes on that podcast talk less than when he was talking. Cause I think he was just blowing their mind off. Their mouths were agape, um, which was great. And it's, it would be controversial to some it's, he didn't say anything terribly controversial. Well, I guess he probably did to me. It's not controversial anymore, but if you don't know anything about the shack, it's a novel, correct? It's not like regular story. It's not like a, History of the Church or uh, a Doctrine of the Bible. It's not a commentary. It's a novel. You said he wrote it for his kids to kind of help them with understanding God and how he works. And, you know, Christians are freaking out about it. And some people love it. Um, so our friend, our mutual friend, has got this brother. And they've been going back and forth. This brother goes to a pretty conservative church in the area. And they... They've been getting into good conversations where his brother going to conservative church, um, it rhymes with rumpus. And so he's got some Bible knowledge that our friend is not used to and a certain kind of Bible knowledge, the kind that's like airtight. You've got your doctrines lined up. Interesting. I mean, to our listeners, it's like Scott. <laughs> Scott Scott believes very clearly in in certain the, theologies and that turned really quick. Yeah, well, interesting. This isn't about well, I know it's not about me, but right. now that you bring it up, because it's I'm that, putting on her heels. Uh, uh, yeah, no, because I'm sorry. A real quick, it's interesting because that it's, that that's applied to me because every time I say something or maybe make a counter argument, there's a counter argument made back. So. Everybody believes things, right? Right. If there's, if it's not airtight, why argue back? Okay, go ahead. Well, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, but just giving people a reference point for what he believes, it's generally conservative theologically, and and our friend is 
mostly there. It's more in the how. It's like our friend is a little bit looser on his definitions or allows grace for like how things are and doesn't speak in absolutes like his his more conservative brother does. And so they're arguing about doctrines and church and back and forth. And he shared this episode of Bad Christian saying this is the author of, of The Shack. Check this out. It was a really interesting conversation. Instantly gets back from his brother on a text. We were warned about the shack. (laughs) (laughs) We were warned about the shack. Here's an article, and it's an article, The Six Theological Problems with the Shack. And it was so quick, and I read through the problems, and it's like, I could see where they're coming from. It was also a little bit irritating because they're also making more about it than I think the author intended as it's a fictional story. Um, but it just got me thinking about just the differences of people and, and, and more like power structures in institutions where the, we were warned comment is what really jumped out at me. Power structure. Well, institutional, they're, they're very big on authority. Like there's a authoritative structure and you get your, basically get your marching orders. If you, if you take this church, Man, get myself in trouble. I won't get in trouble, will I? You won't tell anybody. Jeff? You should call people. I think you should call people out for Anyways, where they no, are. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, when did we need permission I know, to be men I know. in this Stop world? it. I'm the caveater. <laughs> Anyways, I think if you had a sliding scale, one to 100 of not a cult to full-blown cult, this this church is on that scale and it's a little bit away from not a cult. Like we're on the road. There's potential for abuse because they're so big on the, the structure and the uh what what is it appropriate for our followers and our congregants to use. And it's probably not fair because I've only been there a couple of times. I know people that go there. I've heard I've heard things about that church, like recommending books to people to check out, and then the people that go to that church, well, I need to check and see if it's in our bookstore first. You know, that type of thing drives me up a wall. I don't know what my conclusion is other than... Because if it's not in our bookstore, then it's not agreeable text. Yes, and I think I am mourning. I hurt for our our, our dear friend, and I know his brother too. His brother's nice. Um, because I believe there's a chance... I, I just hate it when people follow blindly without thinking for themselves and doing a little bit of math on their own. And it's, it's clear with this body and others, it's like, and on the other side, they're probably saying, I, I'm hurt for you because you keep questioning everything. Oh, I'm sure. Well, not just questioning everything, but like you doubt. Yeah. You doubt. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's where, that's where clarification comes in big. What are you actually talking about is. Yeah. And I like clarification too. And I recognize fully that I, as my faith has changed, I have lacked big time language to describe kind of what I'm thinking and going through. And so it, it's not clear, which is a stumbling block to you, Scott, for good reason, because you can't tell what the hell I'm talking about or like what, you know, what I'm basing things. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like I'm settling into something, but anyways. Well, and it goes back to the, the, um, the guys who, who, who made fun of me or told me to eat something. Those guys, pastors. 
Mm-hmm. Not uh, worthy to it, I mean, talk about. Just it keep goes, going. I mean, it goes back to that. Com- goes back to that conversation where I'm. I said something. I said Jesus. You know, if you're denying that Jesus died for our sins, well, I've never talked. Like we haven't. We hadn't discussed that before. Right. So when they when they come out and say Jesus didn't die for for Jesus didn't die for our sins, that was the statement they made. Right. So then I'm thinking, oh, what, oh, what the heck do they believe then? Because I had never heard, I had never heard them talk about it before. So if they have a specific distinction between yeah. for and because, that's a problem. If the other side doesn't doesn't know what what right. what yeah, that you were a little is, caught off right? guard. And I mean that episode, well, I, caught off guard is to say the least. Yeah. Right, and we didn't. Obviously, that's something. Maybe we. Well, should... I'm just saying that that's a, that's a, a that's a, a an example of how things can go downhill when you're not understanding or for what you're ignorant for whatever reason yeah of what someone else is saying yeah yeah and i could see jeff you you spun it on me and and that was that was good uh from their perspective they probably look at other people and it's like oh you guys don't believe in anything anything goes and we we have like <laughs> straw men all around that we're building up about each other Right and uh, pummeling, right, and that's not fair. Get together. Uh, however, to our credit, we went to this church and Rumpus just checked it out, and didn't really have. Well, I tried to have a conversation, but that didn't go far. But let me ask my leader if I can. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> no, actually, it was one of the leaders that I came to find out when I did a little investigating. Actually, I already knew before I showed up. I'm like, that's. One of the elders, I'll have a conversation, and then I. So well, anyway, I'm so not, I I I completely, I completely understand, and and it's a good warning, Zach, um, to about a potential cult and potential abuse and that. I I completely understand that, but like like Jeff brought up the other side, um. I, I don't see a problem with a congregation saying, if you want to be a member of this congregation, there are certain guidelines that you have to fall into. For sure. Um, so they're, they're, where, where that balance is is not clear. And to their credit, though, they are super clear about where they stand on everything. Good. I mean, it's all laid out there. Good. And Good. I, that's, way, that's better than... And I think... To that's better than, hey, well. we believe in Jesus. Come on in. Well, it, when there's a whole bunch of different views on Jesus. Is there? I know there is. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know that it's better. It's different, and it appeals to people differently. There, I mean, this church is growing rapidly because they are clear, and there is a market for that, for clarity, and knowing, having safety in that clarity because right now, if, if you've been on social media a little bit, you guys probably haven't. I don't care about, social but just media. in general, you guys know that the there's not a lot of clarity and security in the world right now. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of insecurity and a lot of pain and stuff. And I think a greater awareness of that. Not that there's more than there ever has been. It's just I think there's a greater awareness of the pain around us and the strife, and so that makes it feel like the ground isn't steady. So when you get an institution preaching clarity. Uh, people are going to be drawn to that. I think that's what's going on. Huh. But so, I, and 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 I I don't want to assume too much, 
But I'm right the, here. You the, can ask me. The phraseology, preaching clarity. So you're not opposed to that, right? It's, no, I'm it's just saying there, what it is. Well, it's there, but it's their implementation of clarity and where they draw the line. But there can be clarity and not having clarity. That's, I'm not clear on that. Yeah, um, I'm here to agree with Scott here, Jeff. But, uh, so let how me, dare you, Zach? Let me expand. <laughs> Please. You don't even want me to agree with you at this point. If you say, if you you say if your clarity is, I don't have all the answers. Oh, well, that's a that's a different that's a different category of the term clarity. But I like it though. Their yes. direction is we have the answers. I think you mean honesty. Well, okay. Yeah. So 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 let's go with and that. There's clarity in that. Let's go with that. Um, so Jeff, do you not do do you know um, who God is, who Jesus is, how to obtain salvation, uh, how how the church should run? Do do you know these things? A lot of those questions, I, some of those questions, I don't care to even, okay, have fine. dialogue about, because oh, I don't. Oh. I think it's. I, oh, interesting. I don't think there's that. That's even interesting because God, how to tame salvation? Don't let him I said you. some. I said some. Right, so which 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 of those would you not? Wait, talk now about? we're going down a rabbit hole. You said how to run a church and uh, well, like yeah. uh, how how the church should run. Yeah, hmm. love people. What's your care, for, I, I, care okay. for people? What is he, that? Scott doesn't know what that Listen means. Listen to what, people. What is, no, no. It, Have conversations with people. That, that means different things to different people. Yeah. So it can mean beating and locking up. You could. There's it no could. clarity. <laughs> exactly. Bingo. All right. Thanks exactly. for proving me right. So getting I, maybe not I, proving me right, just I, proving I, my I point. That actually went more towards my point. But uh, anyway, I don't think go ahead. So. Hey, I'm going to call that a draw as a referee here. <laughs> this is a delight for me for once. <laughs> Usually you guys are beating me, <laughs> but, but our friend, Hey, and friend, we love you free beer. There's so much free beer at your house. Um, I think my issue and his issue, Scott's oh, discovering who it is. Okay. Nice. Um, I knew it was free. I just always felt guilty, but no, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I just ignored the tip jar. Uh, Glad you have clarity on that. Our friend, his issue isn't, Again, most of the stuff he agrees with, it's from his perspective, and I will vouch for it because I, I'm not objective total. I mean, I try to be, but I know him. I'm very close to him, so technically, I'm not an objective observer. But he is open to what his brother has to say. He wants to learn from where his brother's coming from, and the reverse is not true at all. Like his brother is like, nope, this is what our this is what our church says it is, and this so this is the way it is. Here's a six point plan on why that that author is wrong, and it's like, well, I'm your brother. You you know me, you love me, you know I love Jesus, and I'm saying this thing is really great, and you should check it out. But there's this instant shut off because of what the authority over him has said about said thing that he's never read about himself. And I, man, this reminds me of me with Love Wins when Rob Bell wrote mm. Love Wins. At the time, I was more Calvinisty, and all I heard about Love Wins is, is that it's heresy and he's he doesn't believe in hell and you know he's he's out of the church he's a wolf. When I finally read Love Wins, I was in a better position to receive that book and the questions it raises. But I read it, and I was like, "What's the big deal?" I my wife and I were painting the house, we were listening to it on audiobook, and she's like, 
why weren't people so upset? Because we actually listened to it and chewed over his actual words as opposed to listening or reading an article about love wins and the heresy it entailed. And it was so different from what was being said about it versus what it actually was. I, that's why I'm passionate about this because I want the same for other people, not to change what they believe, but just to be okay with thinking for yourself and well, hmm. I think being, people being feel, open to that. I think those who give yourself permission those to who question go to, and those look. who go to that church or have these same beliefs, there's got to be something to do with feeling lost if there there's no certainty. What do you mean certainty? Oh yeah. <laughs> what, what do like I mean? Being completely sure about right going to heaven. M- so oh, this, oh, so I didn't, I didn't know where, how you're using the word certainty. Yeah. It really? Just, like well, being, certainty in what? Being, I don't know. Oh, well, in what? Cause he's, yeah, because he said going to heaven. I don't know. Were you thinking going to heaven? Or I mean, just like what you believe is true, Jeff? Yes. Like absolutely sure. Yeah. You, an article comes out, someone speaks, uh, a pastor, another church says something, you tell someone your beliefs, all these things, all this rhetoric is out there. And this church will have an immediate response, X, Y, Z, on why this is not right, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's right, done. Where's the lack of certainty there? Where's the lack of certainty? You said fear and not having certainty. Yeah, that, they, they are afraid. They, they are, the, so people who, it's my way the highway, this is true. We know it's true. Why do we know it's true? Our leader said it's true. Well, you're saying there's... Be, besides, no, you can't, you can't go to that. Okay, fine. You say, it, we, we know it's true. Actually, people he's... Who, you have to stop it. Hold on, can I just say true. you told him he can't say something, which is yeah. weird. He can well, say no, no, because, because if you're, if you're going <laughs> you, no, to talk about it, you say, they, they're saying it's true. You're, you're going to... You're they applying, fear not being certain. No, well, so I, I, would, I would disagree, I think, because they, they are the ones that's saying they are certain. Right. But so if you, they weren't... And, well, and if they, if oh, they were oh, not, okay. if they were not, if you're not listening to someone who, okay, that resonates with me. Yes, there's certainty here. It's like an, uh, is it a typical, uh, atypical AIDS. person? No, no, no. Typical. So, typical. Someone who's just very structured and everything is this way. A or, alpha male, whatever. A type personality. A type. Thank yes. you. And you're an A type, Jeff. No, I'm not. I think you are. No way. I agree with Zach. Weird. Whatever. <laughs> if you have if you have this type of person, they want certainty, they want structure, and when they get it, then they feel okay. confidence, okay. they feel comfortable. Scott just got what I and you and the rest of the country knew you were talking about all along. I'm just kidding, Scott. That was <laughs> actually there's a possibility. Hmm. So if okay. they don't have certainty, if the leader of a church or an organization or a company so we're not really certain about this. We're not sure that we're going the right direction. They'd be like, I'm out of here. This is not comfortable to me. I an, need an investor would an investor right. would probably gone. Do that. Yeah. You just lost them. Thank you for yeah. tying church into to finances and we're, consumers. Well, because they are investing. Scott, which They're is, investing their time. Right. They're investing their church which, con- their congregation, who they who they yeah. associate and with. And that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. As if you saw this is terrible. If you saw all of your congregation as investors financially. Well, not, would, but not no, financially. But I know that's why it's terrible. Yeah. And you were you had to be certain about everything you said, so people were behind you. 
yes, we our leader is sure using biblical references and this and we have these things that we're going to talk about during the week and then we're going to come back the next week and we're going to continue with this and there's certainty in my life in god in my beliefs because where i'm at and the people who are speaking to me and giving me this information which i'm a part of it i'm engaged um in the conversation in the bible with my pastor that what they're saying is is true to me and it is true, but because that person speaks and delivers it in such a certain 100% truth, like there is no other answer, this is the answer, then those people gravitate towards that certainty, and they're not going anywhere. So you, so you, do you, do you, so you don't gravitate towards that, you, gra- you would gravitate, maybe you haven't thought about that in the church that you go to, in the congregation you go to, but are or are you saying that you go to that congregation because the pastor doesn't speak in that manner? I actually go there be just because of an experience I had and right. just happened to be at a right. moment. So you haven't thought about it. I you ha- haven't no, thought about I've... it in those terms necessarily. Or so no, I have maybe a lot a lot of people not so much. a lot of people going to wherever maybe not maybe don't think in those terms it's an ongoing it's almost an ongoing so to apply apply these things to a group um yeah might that might not be fair as well i and i don't i don't have any affiliation with this group but there's people um, but, who but who i just think that there's people who would sit in my church if we then had a bible study or or get together and we talked about I'm not so sure about this or wow, have you ever thought about that? Those individuals would seek elsewhere to where people would all line up. Yeah. And they would well, feel kind of it's it which yeah. is natural. And then there's people like me that are drawn to when somebody says I don't listen, I don't I don't know. Here's what I think. Like I'm automatically invested more in that person than if they just said something and case closed, that's the way it is and then you're like Really? Is that the way anything is? Almost. There's a word though too for, or it's a it's a bias that I'll butcher the butcher the def, definition for. Uh, Dunning Kruger effect. Have you heard of that? No, I think they're wrong though. They are. <laughs> How sure <laughs> prove are me, you? Prove me wrong. Oh, I, no, I said I think they're wrong. Could so you, you give me the outline of on side. why they're wrong? Yeah, you're right. I have an odd draw to you, Scott, in your softball cup. <laughs> hmm. That's my point. And that, Can that's you why hit that I, thing real quick? Speaking of that bros, showed up on all three channels. Bros, beers, <laughs> and bubbles. Protected, protected body. Protected? So anyways, Dunning-Kruger effect is the uh, Zach's translation of the definition is the less you know about something the more surely you, you when you're guilty of it the yeah. more surely you're arguing for that thing huh. for that whatever that area of knowledge so if you get in an argument with somebody and they're speaking as if they know something and then it turns out they don't really know anything and once you know a little bit you could totally destroy what they're talking about it's it explains american idol the first three weeks I guess that's kind of dated now. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> Whatever award show, if they they're showing the people that don't know how to sing, they're they're terrible singers. But in their interviews and in their side B roll, they're 
totally sure of their gifts. And then when I get up there and they flail and they get, they flame out peep, they just can't believe it. And that I, I'm a great singer. You know what, what? They're not seeing how great of a singer I am. That's a good example. That's a version of the Dunning Kruger. And there's the reverse is true too. I'm noticing it in a lot of the books I'm reading from like, tease me. Like it doesn't apply to me. It applies just to Jeff, <laughs> but people who are experts in their field, the more they know about a, about, about a something, <laughs> the more they, the more humble they are about their knowledge. They don't, it's not like they're denying how much they know, but it, it comes across. They just know. Hmm. The more they know, the more they realize how many new questions that leads to and how much they don't know. And so it adds a humility. So I think there's some Dunning Kruger going on too, with some of this, this Bible stuff and being sure. And I think people are afraid to not know. People are afraid of the uncertain naturally. There's probably some evolutionary reasons for that. If you're, if you're making decisions, if you're constantly questioning everything and not making, okay, hey, our tribe has got to go right now. I got this feeling about this thing. I think there's some animals over there. And then you got one guy going, well, if basically if you got a version of me there saying, <laughs> well, I don't know. We should just, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. If we go over there, there's probably some terrible things. We can deal with this <laughs> stuff over here. And then the tribe's dead. So I think there's good evolutionary reasons for certainty. But these days, I think there is a newfound drive towards questioning things and hopefully it's done healthily. You you can believe something and still question it and just dig into why you believe it. And I think most people are afraid to do that. They don't want to know. I got to commend yeah. you on your use of healthily. Thank you. Is that real? Is that a real word? Sure. You oh, said it. Dude, I was just talking and I broke a paper clip. You're so strong, Zach. There's Dunning Kruger the shit out of that thing. There's certainty in healthily. Yeah. So certain. Man. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it if it's real or not and really have a good discussion about it. Anyways. I, yeah. Hey, we... I, okay. There's people that don't want to I should quit caveating. I'm going to go... I was going to go, what well, I know people there and I like them, but... And they're good people. They're smart. And they're good. And they're humble. That's my version of... I'm not a racist, but... I know people at Compass that are great people. I don't think they're a cult. They're on that scale, though. Everybody's on that scale. Everybody's on that scale. Everybody's on that scale. Everybody says, everybody who's not a part of it says, that's a cult. Not me. Uh, we're not the cult. They're the cult. There's a, there's a good list of what's a cult out there in Christianity. Man, I can't it's wait till we like make the wolf's list. Four or five of those. Like, just basic Christianity that everyone agrees with is... is on like half of the list. You mean all the humans that are getting together? Like, oh yeah, by certain definitions. Yeah, like a central leader yeah. uh, holding to a form of doctrine, which... So right. Scott, to answer your earlier question, I don't remember what it was. I'm in, <laughs> you should answer it though. <laughs> answer it with certainty. I'm or go- uncertainty, I'm it doesn't matter. Ag- I'm going against the grain. I'm non-conforming. Whatever mainstream is, I'm going the other direction. That is the mainstream now, actually. Going yeah, but whatever going, that is, whatever the whatever that is, I'm going against that as well. You should go against the mainstream, which is now going against the mainstream. I don't know why, but I hate what you're saying right now. I'm against it. Which is the mainstream? You Shit. should hate that. And it's not that I go against it; it's that I'm. I want to question it. I want to question. You want to question what? I want to question everything. Everything, even X Files. Yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love the 
You have to. You have to. You no, can't say question everything. People's and then go. Except for no, I have I something on that. Doctor Ravi Zacharias, the, honorate doctor. Is he even really a doctor? I don't even know anymore because everybody's him. saying he's not. It's just a fake him. degree. Love Zacharias. <laughs> Um, yeah. Zachariah as well. Anyways, I think I heard it from him. I've heard it from multiple people when when they're talking about people doubting. It's like, yes, doubting and questioning. It's all good, but ultimately, I just had to doubt my doubts. And then people in the room are just like, oh, oh. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> did you, did you, did did you hear that? That's such a Robbie quote. <laughs> He's good. The good speakers are good at turning things like that. Uh, so I'm I'm poking fun, but I've heard it enough to be like, all right, we can stop saying that. It's not clever anymore. If you're if everybody's again nonconformist, I hate it. I hate that saying. First time I probably would have loved it. First time I heard doubt your doubts, I'd probably be like, <laughs> actually, it was me. I just lost. My I was marbles. just doing me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm glad we tackled that. Yeah. I So, Jeff, I just think you're right. You should question What's something you're your, investigating yourself? right now, Scott? What's something you're investigating about either yourself, like who you are as a person or the way you act, or or a theology, maybe? Um, I, I don't know if I'm acting. Not that you changed, because uh, I know you're not going to change. I'm not going to change. You know, yeah. You know, I know you just said you know that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm actively investigating things because I'm lazy, but uh, I just I was, I was thinking over the last couple of days and no changing too, no investigating, no changing. Shocking. Um, post millennialism. Um, we'll want to look into that. Can you give us a quick definition for Jeff? That's so so stupid. Post millennialism. <laughs> so stupid. It has so very. Stupid. That's so funny. That's so Jeff right there. <laughs> Post-millennialism, that's, hey. that's not even a word. It's the no, na- I realize it's a word. It's the placeholder until we figure out what generation comes after millennials. <laughs> you know, can I start a... I'm, I don't want to talk about this today, but can I start a GoFundMe so I can figure out yeah, this what is, post-millennialism is? This is... So, and, and Jeff, not to... Not to put you down. Too but late. This, but this it, is indicative. It, do, no offense. I don't even care and I don't exactly. agree with you. For, it's for the listeners. Or I agree with you. It's oh, for, I was misfired. Sorry. I, yeah, I scared I myself. I've been good. good it's for the listener. Really. I don't care about you. All right. Post millennial. So, real quick. Don't preface for, it and then it act, it'd actually be funny. I think it already will. I can't tell if that was gone now. You were deadly serious. That's kind of mean. Now, and this is why I need to look into it because I. There's probably some assumption I'm making, um, but essentially, in in uh, Revelation it talks about the millennial reign of Christ. The book. Oh, <laughs> now sorry, I feel like sorry, an Jeff. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why I thought what I, I was thought saying we're was kind about of society was the funny. Bible. Yeah, that's that's where my that's where I'm not that's why I'm not that <laughs> that's, funny because that's I was laughing inside the whole time. No, actually. I totally get why you were laughing. <laughs> That's so awesome. I bow to you, Scott. I, I'm actually surprised you know that Revelation is a book in the, in the Bible. Oh he thinks it's called Second Revelations. <laughs> Sorry, Two Revelations. You can't even misquote it. <laughs> That's, That's for all the Trump supporters That out is there. not a weight-bearing <laughs> mic stand, Jeff. He's off. Yeah. It's not supposed to bend that way. That was at least $11. <laughs> 
Oh gosh. Scott, so, I love that. Did we ever get the definition? No, no. Okay, so this is this is what I think. I'm sweating. This is what I think, and and I am anyone out and it can email me to correct me. That's this, but this is why I, I want to look into it. Um, and I've heard it. I've heard it for years. I just, I just haven't looked into it. Um, so essentially, the millennial reign that's described in Revelation, uh, we are, we that has already happened because that is a spiritual or. Um, a um, not shoot. What's the M word? Metaphorical. Metaphor. Uh, uh, a metaphorical description of a time period, and we are now past that time period, living in the the age after the millennium. Um, so a lot of so there's there is pre uh, and post and ah millennial views a lot of uh protestants mainly calvary chapel protestants um are premillennial so the millennium hasn't happened then there are all millennialists which means that there the millennium is metaphorical so the time period between it's an actual time period it's just not a literal time period <laughs> correct <laughs> so it's not metaphorical <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Technically, it's not. Go it's ahead. an so so going with that. Yeah, it, it's a time period Clarifier. that's not that's not necessary. That's not necessarily a thousand years. This is so all millennial a time period that's not necessarily a thousand years uh, that we are in now. Um, that will end at some point. Um, but it's okay. So they it's think all it's meta, meta, uh, metaphorical. Yeah. And they think it's already happened. The the post the post. So you're investigating that. Think that it, yeah, that the millennium has already happened. You have any good books on it? No, I just had this thought this this weekend that you should look into it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Because um, I I think it's I th- I think it's not a good view. Um, but you want to know why? But I want to know why exactly. Nice. We got to pass the bill. I like before you find out what's in it. Exactly. No, but but there are a couple of things like. Uh, as long as it's good for me. What's described? What's described is after the millennium or the end of the millennium. Hashtag and, MAGA. and then after is is uh, uh, <laughs> is Christ wiping out wiping out uh, Satan and uh, sin and death being Hashatan. Uh, sin and death being destroyed, thrown in the lake of fire. So no more sin and death. Lion laying down with the lamb. Hey, um, all these things of the final judgment are. What happened after the millennium? So it's just it's so for those reasons. It's hey, hard when to that think. happens, yeah. my, my question is: There going to be McDonald? <laughs> no, McDonald is sin, man. It's <laughs> fat, salt. We're Every losing time people, we're losing. We're going down. Anyway, Scott, Hurry, start bailing hey, water. The good news is Scott's gonna Scott's thinking about looking into something he wants to disprove. So I, that's progress, I think. That's BS. Yeah. So well, that's, and that's that's, but that's a, that's a, a a question where, yeah, I, I that's great that this is going on in your life, Scott. I have a view, and that's great. W- yeah, we I, all have I views. Think, I think my view is correct. Duh. Well, we all there's a there's actually a word a word or phrase for that. We all see our view as correct. Uh, it's uh, confirmation bias. Human being human. Dunning Kruger. No, no, okay. not no, for not. Zach. He walks around questioning his own self. I'm, I'm a shapeshifter. He's doubting his no. doubts. So, so you can't even you can't you can't apply what? Dunning Kruger to everything though, because everyone has beliefs that they 
hold to be true. There were a <laughs> lot of memes going around about Dunning, Dunning Kruger. It's kind of been all the rage because of all the fake news, quote unquote. Okay, hold on. There's so many people out there that are hearing Dunning Kruger. Would you please spell Dunning Kruger? Well, just actually, I think it came out of it's a competitor of Dunder Mifflin. That's a they're in the paper business. All yeah. right, so you got a D U N D E R and just. Maybe leave off Say some... Say Dunning-Kruger. Kruger's probably K-U-E-Gur. That'll work on Amazon. Double Google Gur. Home, just say, and it'll have it, especially yeah. on Google Home. Okay, Google. Dunning-Kruger. Yeah, Alexa's People got a will few be able to problems find there, it. but it, it'll work. Yeah. But uh, confirmation bias, where was I? So... What was I saying? Because because hmm. I have a belief... Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, and I, I have reasons for believing in a, a particular thing. I think that's normal. Yeah, it is normal. Um, and I think you're changing in your approach to things as opposed to like, you seem to be like a little like, gosh, dang it. I'm applying it to me. Ah! Nuts. <laughs> Can I try it on your cup, Scott? It might try. Right, we're almost out no, of here. No, not plastic. Is plastic nope. conducive? Nope. It's not. You mean conductive? Be, being open. My only thing... It is conducive to my conducive future to pain, children, maybe. hopefully. <laughs> but uh like to hear it's I good. try to make my posture just a little bit south of what you're describing, as opposed to, like, I believe this is true, so I'm going to try to prove it, prove the other ones wrong. It's it's more just trying to see where people are at from their various histories and, what or like, why they're at where they're at, so... Maybe it's different. Maybe it's the same. We're just saying it differently. Um, but I do think that that is how the world's going to change is when people are more, their posture is more like our good friend with the free beer. Oh, tell me about that. Why? Hmm. As opposed to, hey, this is what's, this is what's true in life. And you need to, you need to think this. I thought I've been doing that from the beginning. Yeah, and then you guys got mad at me for asking. Well, too I wasn't many just talking about you. Don't make this about you, narcissist. Jeff's our resident narcissist. Man, you, you sorry, said, flashlight. You said I've been changing. That's you how have I started it out. I know, but I'm talking about in general, pe- changing yeah. to that posture. I'm leaving you out of that. And not to say that you're I, somewhere in that scale. Yeah, not to say that I do it right because I do have I do have positive beliefs. And, I, I mean, it's going to be difficult to change narcissist. Mind. Sorry, go ahead, Scott. <laughs> no, it's, it, it is. It's gonna. I admit it's. Probably pos- uh, probably hard to change my mind, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Harder than most, probably. And that's not always a bad thing. Uh, yeah, sure. And there could be reasons for that. You know what? John McCarthy says. He did. Grace he did to say, you. He, he doesn't like communists. Grace to you, Scott. And also with you, Jeff. And also with you. And also with me. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, Scott. Scott, Jeff, say Jeff. We're doing a circle. <laughs> peace be with you, Scott. Scott, oh, thank you. Thank please, you. Scott, please conform. Please conform, Scott. Do what I say. Please conform, conform Scott. Conform. Conform. You conform. Your door, the doors are over there. You may exit now. Exit the door. Hit him. Hit him I'm with kind some. Of a, I'm kind go. of a nonconformist. The fact that you're living in your car right now. Is good evidence of that. I don't know why the dramatic pause. 
It was effective. I mean, it was. I was like, I was wow. Thinking, what is he going to say next? <laughs> is he about to drop some Rabbi Zacharias knowledge on me? Blow my head clean off. <laughs> who is the only God that loves? <laughs> who is the only God that loves you, Jesus? Think about that, Jesus. Does your God love you at the end of the day, no matter what? No, too bad. I think Ravi backed a Muslim in the corner on that one. By the way, his brother also gave him a book. So in this back and forth of of our friends saying, you know, uh, uh, just you know, where, where are you at? Where are you, why are you thinking? What are you thinking? And then his brother's like, drunk. here's a book. And I think it's called like absolute certainty. <laughs> it's like the exact oh, really? opposite of Peden's The Sin of Certainty. Huh. It's funny. I was leafing through it. It was Absolutely making me angry. sure. Absolutely sure. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Same difference. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, no it, it's just, it applies to what we're talking about. It's like that mentality of they, there's certain people that need that certainty and certain people that If anybody love thinks the gray. they're absolutely certain with anything, it's a bunch of baloney. With except, anything? Except me. Except me. Well, well, oh, my God. And with anything. Are you... you well, I remember. You can't say that. I remember Jeff. when we talked about our faith. What percentage are you? But it's it's it's, and I said I think it's a dumb question because you can't. Are you saying you're not saying that you can't be certain about anything? Technically, obviously, you can't. Obviously, I mean, you can't. You can't actually be certain about anything, I'm even just, the comment I just made. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, exa- exactly. But but we're I, really an inception. <laughs> hey guys, we gotta leave. Go but, ahead. Uh, but I'll just uh, close this out. There Scott. are things, Jeff, that I think you are certain about, absolutely certain about, that you would not uh, waver on at all. It so, used, I used to think he was certain about not having a pet. It's gonna. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It is. Oh! We, we look forward. It's gonna to be a painful day. Your new Shih Tzu named Teacup. Oh, it will not be a Shih Tzu. Yes, it will. Shih Tzu. Just don't take a loan out for it. A loan? I heard. I yes, was the last to, dog I bought, $1,200. I, I was listening to Dave Ramsey a few years ago, and he, he, there was a... That brought me no peace. He read a story about a family who took a $10,000 loan out to buy a dog. Were two, they breeding it? Two days later. Could be an investment. Two days later, the dog gets run over because someone left the gate open. So now they owe ten grand. For nothing. No. Fun. Proving what? Fun. Animals are not smart crossing the street. What if those two days were the best days of their life? <laughs> that, that, I love anecdotes like that. Dave that, Ramsey's like, that ironclad, is, case closed. That they is, suck. My, buy my shit. That's, we're debt free, bitches. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. They could have been the best two days of their life. Dave's point is, <laughs> don't take a loan out to buy a dog. Good night. Good point. I think it's a great point. I agree. Despite Zach's uh, whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> but what, uh, if, you're, what if you're a dog breeder? If you're a dog... And it's a business. If you're a dog breeder, fine. Take out a that's loan. A different, that's a different category of person. So we got exceptions to everywhere. There's no clarity anywhere. <laughs> just, I don't exactly. know what's happening. Just keep it going. Exactly. But at the same time, though, I feel really comfortable with saying, don't take out a loan to buy a dog. If it's just going to be a that house with, pet, with don't goods, do it. With very good certainty. I can say that. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm agreeable to your certainty. Yeah. And if you want to argue with me, 
I will tell you you're wrong. Scott at brosbabblesbeer.com. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't take out a loan to buy a dog. Certain. I'm, I'm sure of that. Thank you. <laughs> I swear I better not have a dog within the next year. Dang it. All right. So closing out real quick. I have an idea for a segment that at the end of every podcast, we pick a bless your heart. Each one of us picks a bless your heart. It can be a thing. It can be a person. It can be something you saw that you hated or that you just think bless your heart about. So without thinking too much, what gets the bless your heart award tonight, Jeff? No, you go first. You brought it up. Certainty gets the bless your heart award. Oh, Does it have to be a something? It can be anything. Within the podcast? Literally anything. anything. Certainly anything. Being thinking you're absolutely certain. Bless your heart. I'll see you in heck. <laughs> Scott, bless your heart. Thank you. I was gonna give it to you, but so I was walking. I agreed with you too much. I was walking dogs. I'm baby. I'm dog sitting. I must say babysitting. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. I am. I am turning. Zach. My mind is changing on things. He's repenting. Um. I was do- I'm dog sitting and I was walking the dogs and one of them took a dump and I was walking, met up with some, the neighbor and I was just going to leave the dump on the grass. Um, and they, they said, Hey, do you want to, do you want a bag? And I was like, Oh, that's passive aggressive. I was like, Oh, do you have an extra one? So obviously I don't have a bag. And obviously, if they're offering me one, they have one. Mm-hmm. So, bless, bless their heart for not saying, hey, how can we not have a bag when you're walking your dogs and letting them poo in the, in the grass? Yeah, be directed, Scott. Bless your heart, neighbor. Yeah. Jeff? I don't have any bless your hearts. God bless you. Thank you. Jeff, I thought you had a heart, but now I'm starting to doubt that. I'm not certain. I'm not certain about it. There's no so heart it's okay. to bless. It's okay, because I'm not certain about it. But I kind of think you might not have a heart. Grace, peace, cheers. Cheers.